here on Right Now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America first perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo 5 radio network and streaming on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Follow me on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. And shoot me an email at RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com. Got a voicemail set up where you can leave your questions or comments at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. We'd love to hear from you. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, establishment uh, overlords like to do to discredit uh, alternative sources of news and information, the alternative media, is to accuse us of being conspiracy theorists. And uh, they've used this tactic for a long time. They marginalize people, um, make them unacceptable uh, sources of information by claiming that uh, they're nutcases and that they uh, they traffic in unsubstantiated conspiracies. And they've done that to me quite a bit. Uh, they've marginalized me on social media, uh, throttled my feed, largely because uh, I bring to you news from a nationalist perspective and they're globalists and they're determined to crush uh, any sort of nationalist sentiments. Uh, but one of the tactics that they also like to use is to accuse you of being a conspiracy theorist. And, of course, um, if you actually look at the news and information and you, um, you draw logical conclusions, you will come to uh, find out that a lot of the traffic that is brought to you uh, by the mainstream media is, in fact, agenda-driven and purposely hides the truth. This, uh, the most recent uh, shining example of this is the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case where we're led to believe that uh, despite the fact that uh, he had uh, previously attempted suicide, um, that it was just uh, institutional incompetence that allowed him uh, to be in a jail cell by himself for hours on end and to have the mechanisms with which to kill himself. And then the autopsy revealed that his uh, injuries that resulted in death are uh, entirely consistent with strangulation by choking. And we're going to cover uh, the latest developments in the Epstein case later in this program. It uh, turns out that uh, no fewer than eight um, supervisors and management personnel at the Metropolitan Correctional Center, knew that Jeffrey Epstein was not supposed to be left alone. But, um, you know, the, the biggest previous case to this that they like to uh, label you a conspiracy theorist was the murder of Seth Rich. We're led to believe that uh, Seth Rich just happened to be murdered in a botched mugging 
shortly after uh, WikiLeaks announced that they were going to be dropping, um, you know, batches of emails from the Democrat National Committee. And Seth Rich had access to all of that as an IT professional there. And, of course, I'll, I've said it before and I'll say it again, the guy that uh, would know exactly uh, how this would work, William Benny, has said that a uh, external hack of those DNC emails, as described by Robert Mueller and the FBI, was physically impossible. But the latest um, development on the conspiracy theory front is that there has been a new study uh, released by the uh, National Institutes of Health in Canada that have confirmed uh, one of the key uh, so-called conspiracy theories of, uh, of our modern age. And this study has revealed that, yes, indeed, fluoride is responsible for lowering the IQ of babies uh, in the womb. So for the longest time, uh, Dr. Stanley Monteith, uh, Alex Jones, Jeff Rents, a lot of these other people have been called wild-eyed conspiracy theorists when they have told you in no uncertain terms that uh, fluoridated water was, in fact, responsible for lowering, lowering uh, childhood IQs. And this latest study, um, which is uh, being published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, confirms that these people that had been labeled uh, conspiracy theorists for all of these years were, in fact, absolutely correct. The uh, revelations were so upsetting to the medical community that, in fact, uh, the journal published a editor's note. The, uh, the editor over there, Dimitri Christakis, said, it's the only editor's note I've ever written. There was concern on the journal's editorial team about how this would play in the public eye and what the public health implications would be. Yeah. They've been adding fluoride to uh, the water since 1945 in three-fourths of the American water systems. You might not know, but the way they come across uh, come about this fluoride is a, is a toxic byproduct of industrial processes that used to have to be uh, disposed of as toxic waste, a very expensive process, and instead now is, uh, is transported in tankers all across this country to be added to the water supply. The Centers for Disease Control declared that uh, fluoridated water was one of the 10 greatest public health achievements of the 20th century because it has reduced tooth decay by about 25%. Well, you could have got that same exact uh, result if you had simply put fluoride in, um, in toothpaste where it wasn't ingested. And there's no reason to believe that the 
you know, advent of fluoridated toothpaste is not more responsible for actually uh, ingesting the fluoridated water. But these results are not minor. They've determined that, uh, in fact, ingesting fluoride has about the same effect on childhood IQs as uh, as lead. And, of course, we know that, uh, you know, lead has uh has resulted uh, lead in paint has resulted in billions of dollars of lawsuits throughout the throughout the uh country because of the effect that it has on childhood IQs so Christakis the editor over there at JAMA is absolutely right to be concerned with the public reaction to this fluoride has been uh a a key cause of um, so-called conspiracy theorists going all the way back to its original inception when water fluoridation began widespread in the U.S. in the 1950s. A lot of people were saying that it was, uh, in fact, a, a, a plot by the Soviet Union to mentally weaken the uh, American children. The John Birch Society accused the U.S. government of using fluoride to usher in socialism. And that uh, that theory was, you know, satirized in uh, Dr. Strangelove. I think it was uh, Jack Ripper that was uh, taking off on that so-called conspiracy theory. But um, there is also every reason to believe studies have led to uh, to data that would suggest that uh, fluoride also results in cancer. I'm going to play you sort of a long clip here um, from the Morning News in Toronto, Canada, detailing the results of this latest study. Canadian study is raising questions about something millions of people are exposed to every day, fluoride in our tap water. Sorry, researchers are now linking fluoride consumption during pregnancy to lower IQ in children. They found women who drank tap water with fluoride while pregnant had children with slightly lower IQ scores than those whose mothers lived in non-fluoridated cities. Now, when he says slightly lower, he's talking about four to five points, about the same amount that um, lead results in. And Christine Till is an associate professor at York University and the study's senior author. She joins us now. So a lot of questions here and a lot of pushback since the results came out. What exactly did you find? Right. So we studied 512 mothers and their children and found that higher levels of exposure during pregnancy were associated with lower IQs in preschool-aged children. Mm-hmm. So you looked at six cities? Right. Six cities okay. across Canada. About half of the kids lived in cities that are fluoridated and half did not. Were you surprised by the findings? Well, we really didn't know what to expect going in because there just wasn't any research in this like optimally fluoridated communities. So we let the data tell the story. 
How significant is the difference in IQ scores between the between these children? Right. So for an increase of one milligram per liter of urinary fluoride in pregnancy, we found a decrement of four and a half IQ points in boys. So the question is, well, what does one milligram per liter look like? That's not an extremely high level of exposure. We were measuring this in women who live in fluoridated communities. It's within the range of normal community. We actually did another study showing that urinary fluoride is twice the level if you live in a city like Toronto that's fluoridated compared to a non-fluoridated city. So one milligram is not a huge so concentration. For you, uh, what concerns are raised when, a talk, when you're talking about fluoride? Because we've heard for years, decades, that fluoride, especially in many cases, certainly good for teeth and among other things. So talk about how concerned you are with these findings. Well, yeah, I mean, as a neuropsychologist, of course, I'm concerned about anything that could potentially uh, impact brain development. Right. Um, so the findings are concerning that we now need to uh, manage and uh, look at the risks and benefits of fluoride. I should add that when we're talking about the fetus, and this is what we're talking about, there is no benefit for the fetus to be exposed to fluoride because fluoride works after the teeth have grown. So it's a bit of a no-brainer that uh, there's only potential for risk, but there's really no benefit for the fetus to be exposed to fluoride. Yeah, for many... Well, this is all about the development of the hippocampus. Uh, It has uh, stunted the growth of the hippocampus in fetuses, and there's no reason to believe that it doesn't also have the same effect on uh, infants and children whose hippocampus is also developing. So uh, this is just a crack in the uh, the wall of people who like to uh, characterize um, concerns about fluoride in the water as conspiracy theorists the truth of the matter is if you research this um, it, it was a major effort uh, back in the 40s that was funded by uh, a lot of the uh, big corporations who ended up with fluoride as waste products to um, for, they funded grants by uh, by uh, health organizations to prove that fluoride was not detrimental to your health so that they could uh, then turn around and avoid lawsuits for the negative effects that fluoride in the environment was having. Um, and, and as a result of this latest finding, uh, as might be expected, uh, many of those same companies um, represented by the Pew Trust have sprang to the defense of fluoride. We try to make healthy choices about what we and our families eat and drink. But deciding what's healthy can be difficult when there are so many confusing ideas about what's best for ourselves and our families. That's how some people feel when deciding whether or not to drink tap water with fluoride. Notice how they're doing this uh, this relaxing music in this wholesome environment. They're trying to say, well, yeah, it's okay to have questions. And it's okay to ask questions. Nearly three out of every four people on public water systems in the United States lives in a place where their community has decided to adjust fluoride in the water. And it just so happens right around the time they started adding fluoride to America's water supply, the uh, average IQs started going down. 
to the optimal level to prevent cavities. And on average, they have 25% fewer cavities than communities that don't fluoridate their water and 25% fewer trips to the dentist for fillings. It also means families have fewer missed days from school and work. Every time you drink water with fluoride, you can help protect your teeth against decay and cavities. You can also achieve the exact same effect just by using fluoridated toothpaste without subjecting yourself to the dangers uh, that ingesting fluoride represents. Every reputable health and medical organization in the world recommends fluoridated water, including the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the World Health Organization, and the American Dental Association. According to the CDC, more than a billion dollars could be saved annually if every community adjusted fluoride in the water. For 70 years, people in the United States and around the world have benefited from drinking water with fluoride. Or have they? According to this new study, it appears that uh, there has been a substantial downside that uh, people have been misled. And this is not the only study. There have been uh, many studies in the past that have shown the exact same thing, and they were all swept under the rug because of the supposed benefit uh, to dental health from drinking fluoridated water. Again, if, if that were their concern, they could certainly allow people to, uh, to just use fluoridated toothpaste. So, you know, I'm not uh, necessarily saying that the, I, the uh, objective of all of this was to, in fact, lower people's IQ, although I'm not ruling that out either. But there's uh, ample motivation uh, behind the people who end up with fluoride as a waste byproduct of industrial processes to dispose of that and there's no doubt about when the, when they were considering adding it to the drinking water supply that those very companies funded uh, the research that determined that it was uh, did not have negative health effects and any studies that proved otherwise were suppressed and uh, and the the authors of those studies were shunned from the uh, scientific community. So once again, we've got an example that uh, people who are supposedly wild-eyed conspiracy theorists have in fact been validated. And I think before it's all over with, it will also be validated uh, that Seth Rich was murdered and that uh, Jeffrey Epstein certainly did not commit suicide. we got to run out to a break. We'll be right back after these messages. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling, the complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day and for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathroom. If you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 
800-693-3152. That's 800-693-3152. Well, despite his arrest and extradition, um, the Sinaloa cartel that uh, El Chapo used to head continues uh, to ply its drug trade. And recently, the Mexican government has decided that uh, the drug interdiction and suppression program that they had been engaging in is no longer a priority, and they've defunded it. And right about that time, huge multi-drug shipments have been showing up on America's southern border. These, uh, These include heaping bags of fentanyl that have been sourced in China, but the Chinese government either turns a blind eye or is actively purposely flooding the United States with this very deadly form of synthetic opium. But it is also, these shipments have included plastic tubs of crystal meth, heroin, cocaine, and apparently there is no sign at all that this cartel, the Sinaloa cartel, has been weakened despite the fact that uh, Mexico no longer sees it as a problem. The cartel still controls a a global network of contracts that moves cocaine and other drugs from Colombia and Cameroon and uh, Mexico meth cooks. It controls seaports to get the drugs in. It controls the supplies of the precursor chemicals shipped in from around the globe. They have their own labs and chemists. They bribe uh, corrupt police officers down there in Mexico so that they can move their drugs to the border. And they've even engineered multi-million dollar tunnels to smuggle their drugs under the border. That doesn't even count the armies of murderers, hitmen, thugs, who uh, who engage in uh, extortion and kidnapping, the international money launderers and cor- uh, front corporations, their pol- bought and paid for politicians, not only in Mexico and Central America and the other third world countries, but also right here in this country, especially along our southern border in Texas and California. There's also a major network of professionals that uh, that they use to launder money that include entertain, entertainment industry and musical groups. During Guzman's absence, the cartel continued to develop a highly lucrative uh, profit center in fentanyl. It can be bought for $9,000 for a kilogram in China and cut to 1% purity, pressed into fake oxycotton pills that uh, people are desperate to satisfy their addiction and marketed in the United States for nearly pure profit. According to Ray Donovan, the head of the New York DEA office, Guzman's uh, former a cartel is at the forefront of this fentanyl threat that is uh, taking such a toll on American lives. As far back as 2010, 
the Sinaloa cartel began spiking Mexican-produced heroin with fentanyl to, produ- to boost its potency so it could compete with heroin from other regions. That has resulted in tens of thousands of overdoses here in this country. And we're talking to China about making a trade deal and unable to get the Democrats to fund a wall on our southern border. It's maddening. we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we'll touch on the latest developments on the leftist outrage over Donald Trump. They truly do suffer from a, a mass psychosis. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. So it would appear that Donald Trump is is driving the leftist talking heads in the media absolutely out of their minds. And there has been a a lot of developments this week as Trump has been particularly outspoken. The the whole issue with Greenland and acquiring Greenland has really driven them to distraction, left them blubbering about uh, how insane it would be for America to acquire Greenland, which it is most manifestly not. And then recently he made some statements uh, that um, that American Jews who vote for this current Democrat party who steadfastly refused to condemn and in fact support Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib are not being loyal to Israel. Oh, man, that caused the media to absolutely lose their mind it's a perfectly reasonable question if you've got you might remember right after ilhan omar entered the house of representatives she made something about uh some statement that it was all about the benjamins and that's why israel had such sway 
in uh, in Congress. And of course, that uh, that is a, a statement that must not be uttered and would never have been allowed before, even in the Democrat Party. And so there was uh, quickly an effort mounted to try to censure her from saying that. And, uh, and the more radical elements of the Democrat Party quickly mobilized around Omar and Tlaib and AOC and said, you cannot um, call out women of color, that they have uh, this invisible force field that allows them to say whatever they want. And since then, since uh, that, that uh, motion, that resolution of censure was um, did not mention her, uh, changed to not mention her name or any of her statements. The so-called squad has become more and more brazen in their criticism of Israel and uh, American Jews and uh, in their promotion of this so-called BDS movement, this boycott, divest, and sanction movement that's designed literally to economically cripple the uh, nation of Israel. So all of this was brought on by last week um, Omar and Tlaib being denied entry into Israel. You would think that it it would be perfectly reasonable for a nation to deny uh, the opportunity for a couple of um, foreign politicians who mean to come there and agitate and in fact do great damage to your nation. But uh, the Democrats responded by threatening to uh, withhold funding from Israel. And they, uh, they attacked the Jewish ambassador to the United States and the American ambassador to Israel. They've had nothing negative to say about the whole BDS movement. And what's really amazing is a lot of the people that are initially responded negatively to Omar's uh, initial statements have now come out in support of Ilhan Omar and Rashid Tlaib. This was even after Rashid Tlaib wrote a letter to the Israeli uh, foreign or interior minister saying, could I just please visit my 90-year-old grandmother? I promise not to engage in any any, uh, boycotts or um, protest while I'm there. She was then granted entry into the country, then turned right around and said, well, I'm not entering under those, those uh, conditions, the same exact conditions that she had offered herself. So all of this has been swirling, you know, ever since these two um, Palestinian advocates entered the House of Representatives And Trump, uh, on one of his impromptu press conferences as he heads to the helicopter, stopped and said this. We have a group, I call it AOC plus three. You can call the person Representative Talib. You could say Representative Omar. You could go any way you want to go. They are anti-Semites. They are against Israel. She had a plan to greatly embarrass Israel by going there with the the fact that she wanted to see her grandmother, I assume that's true. I hope that's true. But it was very bad, very bad. The things that she and others of that group and other Democrats have said, 
And they have become the face of the Democratic Party. And I will tell you this. In my opinion, the Democrats have gone very far away from Israel. I, I cannot understand how they can do that. They don't want to fund Israel. They want to take away foreign aid to Israel. They want to do a lot of bad things to Israel. In my opinion, you vote for a Democrat, you're being very disloyal to Jewish people, and you're being very disloyal to Israel. And only weak people would say anything other than that. I haven't heard anybody say that, just the opposite. I think that if you vote for a Democrat... So if you couldn't hear the reporter shouting, says, uh, your critics say that that is an anti-Semitic remark. So now the Democrats are engaged in these mental gymnastics that say if you defend Israel, which this president has been a staunch defender of Israel, has uh, approval rates inside Israel of uh, just astronomical. I think they're over 90%. But if you point out that uh, the Democrats are uh, have been hijacked by a, a small group of uh, anti-Semitic Jew haters, then that, according to the Democrats and the talking heads in the media, is anti-Semitic in itself. Listen as she yells this question. I haven't heard anybody Let's say try that, that again. The- I haven't heard anybody say that, just the opposite. I think that if you vote for a Democrat, you're very very disloyal to israel and to the jewish people this has absolutely got the democrats and the media freaking out because it is manifestly true it's quite obvious that the democrats have reached the point where they can no longer control uh the squad and instead of even trying they are in fact circling the wagons and defending them even um even that New York congressman that um, represents a largely Hasidic Jewish area who was very critical of Omar after her statement back in January has rallied to her defense. So he's been beaten down so much. She hasn't changed, had to change her position. He's had to change his. we got Ted Deutsch, a Democrat from Florida, on CNN suggesting that uh, – Trump is anti-Semitic for suggesting such a thing. Because throughout the history of the Jewish people, charges of disloyalty, charges of dual loyalty have been leveled against Jewish communities throughout the world. Now watch his little um, verbal jujitsu here by trying to claim that the president was saying that charges of disloyalty meant charges of disloyalty to America. It was quite evident in his statements that that's what wasn't what he was saying at all that it uh it uh constituted disloyalty to uh his fellow Jewish people and to Israel and those charges uh leveled against Jewish communities throughout the world and those charges uh in in the context of the anti-semitism that existed in those countries those charges often led to attacks violent attacks on Jewish communities, the expulsion of Jews from those communities. What is he talking about? He's saying that statements in the past resulted in violence against the Jews. 
like that statements in the past. I, I suppose he's talking about uh, in Europe. That was before Israel even existed. Again, the president was quite clear. He was talking about uh, anybody, any Jew that votes for a Democrat as being disloyal to Israel. This guy is either purposely confusing the issue or he is, as Donald Trump said, I think it was yesterday, badly uninformed. Uh, When there is hatred and anti-Semitism, you only fuel that anti-Semitism when you throw out there, you just lob out there those kinds of anti-Semitic tropes. And so condemning Tlaib and Omar for their many anti-Semitic statements and their attempt to further a movement that's designed to destroy Israel is, in the view of Democrat Ted Deutsch, in, in of itself anti-Semitic. It's, <laughs> you can't even believe what these people have to say in order to uh, uh, to defend the squad. Here's the thing. The ADL has noted a 60% increase in anti-Semitic hate crimes, the largest increase since they started keeping track. Do you think that increase may have something to do with the fact that the Democrat Party is now totally out of the closet with its anti-Semitism and the anti-Semitism on college campuses throughout this country has been just unleashed with this BDS movement? Let, let, let's not lose sight of what he's actually saying here. I mean, the charge of being disloyal is one that, that is tough for anyone to hear, but, but it was uh, something that was thrown at Jews a lot in Europe in the 1930s. Okay, there he is. Being disloyal was, uh, was an accusation against the Jews in Europe in the 1930s. There, the, there it is. Obviously, Trump was not talking about disloyalty to uh, the United States, or in that case in the 30s in Germany, he was talking about disloyalty to Israel that didn't even exist in the 1930s. Oh, my God. It, it, that is tough for anyone to hear, but but it was uh, something that was thrown at Jews a lot in Europe in the 1930s. Like, it is something that is, they've, they've heard here in the United States in dark periods of our nation's history. Like, this is, this is a very, this is a dangerous thing to say. Dangerous thing to say. Mm-mm-mm. We got to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes. Mojo Show. Attention, those of you looking to go on a fun vacation and see the world on the cheap. Today, the U.S. dollar is worth even more in other countries, so there's never been a better time to travel outside the USA. The dollar is worth over $1.30 in Canadian dollars, and it's the same for Australia. You can fly there today and have fun and maximize your travel dollar. Your U.S. dollar is worth over $3 in Brazilian reals, and it's worth over $18 in Mexican pesos. Plus, in Argentina, it's worth over $27 in Argentine pesos. Just think of the bargains you'll get. 
And the way you get the cheapest airfare to any destination is by calling Tickets That Cheap. Save up to 75% on your foreign vacation tickets. Don't wait. Call now. 800-932-1596. 800 That's 800-932-1596. Well, just when you thought that the left-wing press could not sink any deeper, uh, one of the hosts over there at the Young Turks has made some of the most vile and hateful statements against a disabled combat veteran member of Congress that you have ever heard in your life. This piece of trash's name is Hassan Piker. He is, in fact, the nephew of of the uh, the owner of the Young Turks. The Young Turks is a, a YouTube channel, a, a, a left-wing YouTube channel. They're not being censored. They're not being marginalized. They're not being throttled on social media. They've got uh, millions of views over there on YouTube. Um, the guy's name that runs the place is called Chink Unger. He is a babbling idiot if you have ever listened to him but his nephew who also works for the young turks oh and by the way the title the young turks refers to the uh the turks that slaughtered the armenians um back in the ottoman empire and uh originally gave uh or, or is said to have given hitler the idea that he could liquidate uh, the Jews in Europe. So it's <laughs> sort of odd they would have chosen that uh, that title for their network, the Young Turks. But Hassan Piker, the nephew of the owner, he goes on to attack um, Dan Crenshaw, the Navy SEAL that uh, lost his eye in battle in Afghanistan, and and still, despite that, returned to the battle. And um, I'm going to play you this clip. I I had to spend about five minutes uh, editing it because it is full of vile um, obscenities. Uh, but what is really vile? is the underlying statements that uh, that Hassan makes. America deserved 9-11. No, I'm going to play that one in a second. That, he, he, get, he goes even deeper into uh, these despicable statements. But here's what he had to say about Dan Crenshaw. I'm, I can't do this. I can't do this. This guy has the understanding of foreign policy uh, of like a 12-year-old. What the f***? What the f*** is wrong with this dude? Didn't he go to war and, like, literally lose his eye because some Mujahideen, a brave soldier, f***ed his eye hole with their dick? Isn't that how he lost his dumbass eye? Because he got his f***ing eye hole f***? By a brave soldier? This guy is a pure and perfect idiot. I would love to see him 
Didn't he learn that there's a difference between like military bases and, and diplomacy? I would love to see this guy make those kind of statements directly to Dan Crenshaw's face. I'll see. Uh, of like a 12-year-old. What the f***? What the f*** is wrong with this dude? Didn't he go to war and like literally lose his eye because some Mujahideen, a brave soldier, f***ed his eye hole with their dick? So this is about as low down as you can get from the left. And yet the Young Turks and this guy's show is still up on social media. They have not been censured. They have not been pulled down. Like I said, I, I, I would love, I would pay money to see this guy try to make those statements uh, to Dan Crenshaw's face, or to my face for that matter. I can't say exactly what I would really want to say uh, on this topic because uh, my my channel would be taken down and that would be off the air by tomorrow. This same guy, a raging lunatic if there ever was one, went on to blame the attacks of 9-11 on, you got it, the United States. America deserved 9-11, dude. I'm saying it. We're there to partner with them. We're not there doing our own thing. We're there partnering and training in a video and, and, game. and, and enhancing their capabilities. So that, that's part of what we're doing. And the other part is just knowledge. We want to know what's happening. Like we, we, we totally brought it on ourselves, dude. Holy shit. We did. We did in a video game, whatever, hypothetically, politically. We did, man. We did. Holy shit. Holy shit. This is what passes as political commentary on the left. And they're given a free pass by Google, by YouTube, by social media. I'm not suggesting that they be censored, but if this is the standard that the left is being held to, if somebody on the right side of the political spectrum said anything, a a tiny fraction is offensive as what Hassan Piker said on the Young Turks, it has millions and millions of subscribers. They would be banished. They would be deplatformed. They would be demonetized. And it would happen literally overnight. It's amazing. This guy is, is about as low life. Um scum as has ever drawn a breath. Oh, Fredo is back at work. Fredo Chris Como is back over there at CNN after a a well-needed vacation. Maybe he uh, recovered some of his mental uh, health, although actually, no. One of his very first segments on returning is attacking Donald Trump because he's not aging. And according to Chris Como, the reason he's not aging is because he doesn't care as much as Obama or Clinton or Bush. And if he cared about us, he would be aging. It's really a pretty amazing statement. I mean, it was a, a long sort of uh, editorial that uh, Como engaged in, talking about heavy as the... Uh, Weight who wears the crown, or heavy as the load of those who wear the crown. Because uh, Trump said at one of the press conferences that he doesn't lose sleep. Well, 
if you've watched Trump, he is sort of a a freak of nature in that uh, he has the energy and stamina of, of somebody half his age. And uh, apparently he's he's either working all the time or or, um, you know, engaged in uh, in responding to his critics. This is absolutely driving Chris Como to distraction. Look at how different. Here's a great, great example of this. Look at presidents when they come in and when they leave. I mean, come on. Look at Clinton's hair. Went white. George W. Bush looks like he got a beat down. Obama looks like his own grandfather. I mean, look at it. I mean, this is a very hard job because of the stress that they carry with them. Now, let's look at this president. It's been almost three years since Trump won the presidency. Looks exactly the same. His hair is like, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. But he may do things that presidents in the past haven't done to augment their physical reality. uh, But it could also be that he doesn't care the way others have. He seems content to vent and foment problems. He just doesn't care. That's why he took this job, walked away from a huge real estate fortune, took this on, bears the daily um, attacks and assaults on himself and his family by taking on the sacred cows of the American left, trying to secure the border, trying to reform these disastrous trade deals, trying to uh, turn the economy around and fight back the assault from the Marxist Democrats. He just doesn't care. You know who else's uh, appearance changed besides those previous presidents? Fredo Como's appearance has changed pretty dramatically. He went from sort of a, a diminutive little Italian guy to uh, to someone that uh, sort of looks like uh, you know the physique of Barry Bonds when he was uh, juicing steroids. And his reaction to that uh, that bar patron that called him Fredo the other day bears all the hallmarks of uh, of roid rage, and so does uh, a lot of his um, unstable commentary over there at CNN. Well, as I mentioned earlier in the show, at least eight Bureau of Prison staffers knew that the the institution had been given. Strict instructions not to leave Jeffrey Epstein unattended in his cell. Yet that order was apparently ignored for 24 hours leading up to his death. The fact that so many prison officials knew about this directive, not, and not just low-level you know, prison guards, but the people at the top of the facility managers and supervisors has really puzzled investigators assessing why it appears that such a stunning failure led to Epstein's death. They suspect that some of these individuals also knew that Epstein had been left alone before he died. Investigators were working to determine the extent of the knowledge of that. But uh, they're not getting much cooperation as these people are uh, are luring luring up. It's very perplexing," said Robert Hood, a former warden at the Supermax Prison in Florence, Colorado. If people were given instructions that Epstein should not be left alone, 
not just one or two that may have fallen through the cracks, but no fewer than eight supervisors. I don't understand how that was not followed, he said. Hood, who once served as the Bureau of Prisons Chief of Internal Affairs, their their, um, so-called Office of Professional Standards, said it was disconcerting that officials might have thought that they were putting Epstein on a less intensive form of suicide watch. Hood said, that is pure bunk. He said, you're either on suicide watch or you're not. If you have any concern at all, you maintain that suicide watch. That's what I've been saying all along. Why were his lawyers arguing to have him removed from suicide watch? Why would his psychologist agree to remove him from suicide watch just six days after a suicide attempt? And why would miraculously Jeffrey Epstein be left alone in his cell for hours at a time so that he could be suicided? This whole notion that he used a bed sheet fastened to his bunk bed to kill himself has been debunked by former inmates of the Metropolitan Correctional Center as well, saying that these bed sheets are only as strong as paper and that they would not hold the, uh, the weight of a man of Epstein's size. Bill Barr has said that so far he has seen nothing to contradict the coroner's finding that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. It's pretty amazing. Well, it's been recently revealed that the um, the Border and Customs uh, uh, Border Patrol and Customs Agency has not been following a law that was passed by Congress a decade ago to collect DNA samples from um, people that they arrest and cross-check those DNA samples with criminal databases for violent criminals, including rapists and murderers. Catherine Herridge reported on Fox News that early after the law was passed, Janet Napolitano, then head of uh, the Department of Homeland Security, said they didn't have the resources to carry it out. And uh, then the uh, attorney general at the time signed off on it as well, and it has never been reinstituted as required by law. So whistleblowers over at uh, CBP have brought this forward, and now uh, they are going to reinstitute this program, and it it will uh, have an effect of reducing violent crime by illegal aliens. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition. I want to thank you for joining us and invite you back here again tomorrow for right now on the Mojo 5.0 Radio Network. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. 
Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.